1: Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great Monday so far. If you hear that background noise in the background, I got a late start on my podcast today. Not not really a late start. I had all intentions of starting early and I was trying to do a favor for some people and it came back to bite me in the ass. So I'm kind of scrambling right now. I gotta admit, I'm way behind on my everyday normal podcast schedule. And I gotta go out and get some gas because if you do not know, I'm on bare budget. I'm working with what I have. But if you don't know how I do my podcasts, I record it. Directly into an iPhone 8, which I know is a couple of generations behind when it comes to iPhones. So I record directly into my iPhone, no mic or anything. This is just bare bones, raw dogging it with an iPhone 8. And I record in my 2006 beat up PT Cruiser, but I was behind, haven't left in the car in a while because I usually take my parents' truck to go on a beer run for them and I haven't put gas in the car for a while and I come out and I start my podcast and I notice my gas uh, light comes on makes that little ding and I'm like god damn it I gotta go I have to go pick gas in because I'm not gonna sit in between recording sessions in a hot ass car because I'm down in Florida plus I gotta charge my phone as well so I'm going to get gas right now and come back and I'm going to start the podcast and explain everything that happened today to put me behind on my podcast schedule. Now you're probably going to wonder why, hey, you've only done like two minutes, why are you going to break? Well, I'm going to break because I'm just forewarning you what I'm about to talk about. I'm going on a pretty long rant. So I'm going to get my first commercial break out of the way so I can go long as soon as I come back. So please forgive me. Yes, I'm taking a break early, but you're going to get a shit ton of content on the backside, guys. I promise.
0: Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash pedal on the radio. Total Wireless of Palm Bay has the best cell phone plans with no contract. And better yet, you can use any carrier network. Does your service from one of the big guys not work well for you? Are you paying too much? Call Total Wireless of Palm Bay now at 321-499-2565. Or if you're local, stop by and see them at 1851 Palm Bay Road in Palm Bay, Florida. Right now, you can get the Samsung Galaxy A10e for just $29.99 when you port your number over with plans starting at just $25. Need a family plan? No problem. We have four $100 unlimited talk, text, and data. Restrictions apply. Call Total Wireless of Palm Bay now at 321-499-2565.
1: All right, guys, welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Sorry about me having to multitask and do my show while I was having to run errands and put gas in my car. But guess what? It came out to be a good thing for me because the owner of the Sunoco. actually wants to do business with me. I've been talking to him and asking him for a while if he'd be interested in running ads on my podcast. Now, I know my podcast is way spread out, and there's no guarantee that anybody from Oak Hill is even listening to this podcast, but maybe he'll get some business. I'll promote him on my social media as well as my website, Tuttle.net. So it ended up being a good thing. I was able to get some gas. I was able to get some beer from my pops. as well as make a connection and get a potential advertiser. So it it was kind of a win-win for me, guys. Back to what I was talking about before. And and I've had a little bit of an issue on how I was going to handle the situation that I wanted to talk about. I said that I was running behind. And you're probably like, well, you know, you're only doing a podcast. How are you running behind and how is that bothering you? Okay, guys, I have 20 years of radio broadcasting experience. Even though I'm doing a podcast, I'm running this bitch just like a radio show. Because that's why my show with the equipment and the means that I have sounds better than most of the podcasts you're going to be able to listen to because it's all about the content. And I get up, when I get up, I plan my show. I do show prep. I look for stories. I jot down personal things, things that pop into my crazy, mentally disturbed head, and I write those down. So I got personal things, news stories. Then I pull audio. I pull audio to be able to use for the show. And then I start recording. And I had the plan today. I had an interview lined up at one o'clock on the dot to do to add to the show. Now, was this a big interview? No, it really was not a big interview, people. It, it, I'll admit, it wasn't. And it's really not a big skin off my ass. It's not like I lost a big like superstar somebody in Hollywood or in music or an athlete. No, that's that's not it. Now, let me, you know, step back a little bit to give you a background of why I was so upset, offended, and pissed because I don't like my time to be wasted. I'm already pulled in so many different directions, and I've talked about this. I'm just as busy doing this podcast as when I was employed and working on broadcast radio. Then, you know, so I, I get it. You would think that I'm not employed, that I would be less busy. No, no. there couldn't be anything further from the truth because I'm busy as hell, and I I'd like to have my day planned out. I've also not been getting a lot of sleep on a daily basis because I'm up late editing and making sure the content that I'm uploading that you guys are going to consume is the best that it can be. So I just don't record and throw it up there. I could easily do that. That, I mean that would – You know, alleviate a lot of the stress that I'm going through if I didn't have to edit the shit out of this show. And I'm I'm not editing it because I can't do live radio. Dude, I've done 20 years of live radio. I go back and listen to every single second of the show that I do to go back and polish it and make it sound tight. And nice and neat for you guys, because if I didn't do that, that would be considered lazy production, lazy broadcasting and lazy. It would also be a reflection that I don't give a fuck about what you guys think. No, that's not how I was raised. I wasn't raised to put out subpar content. No, hell no. No matter what you do, it's just not content. Any job you have, you should do it to the best of your ability. And if you're not, you're just wasting your employer's time and money. In my opinion, I, I think you are. So let me back up. I'm kind of ranting here and I'm going off on tangents and I got to stop that. What I'm saying is I've always had a little bit of the motto where I like to help people out. Not just any people, just people that are getting in to the entertainment field, people that are wanting to get into Entertainment like movies, TV, or YouTube, or anything like that, radio, it's just any of that entertainment field. I like to help out people that look like they want it, they're hustling, and they're just good at what they do. They have that natural talent that you're wanting to be able to help. Now, the only reason I do that, and I'm going to give you some background in radio radio is so fucking competitive. You would not believe it if I told you. When I was interning, I would go and ask certain people to teach me things and help me learn so I could help out and get better at what I want to do. There's some people that will just basically, they won't tell you literally to fuck off, but they won't help you because they're afraid, hey, if I teach this new guy how to do what I'm doing, he's going to get better at it. He's going to learn, and that's a possibility of someone taking my job in the future. And it's a fucked up way to look at things, but that is how competitive broadcast radio and the whole entertainment field in general. It's just the way that it is. It is cutthroat, and if you don't look at it that way, you're never going to get ahead. Now, I'm not saying that's the way you have to and that's the only way you can make it. There are some people that are just so good at what they do that they can make their own rules. But for the most cases, you have to do whatever it takes to get ahead. That is how competitive the entertainment field is. So if it wasn't for somebody, and I'll tell you who it was, Daniel Dennis. Daniel Dennis. Fucking Dennis from Tom and Dan, A Mediocre Time with Tom and Dan. Check out their website, Tomandan.com. But Daniel Dennis, the guy was never afraid to show me how to do something. And I respected that because he gave me the tools I needed to be able to get hired as soon as I got done with my first internship. And I looked at it that way where I knew in the future that if I ever was able to get into that position to be able to help and and help people learn and teach them how to do things, I was never going to deny somebody that. Because if it wouldn't have been for Daniel Dennis taking the time and showing me and not being afraid of, hey, if I show Tuttle how to do this, he's gonna eventually take my job. No. Daniel still taught me everything that I needed to know when it comes to production. I learned a lot of this stuff from Ron and Fez. I did. But Daniel helped me take my radio game to the next level. And I don't know if he he wants to uh, take that as a win on his part because you would think if you taught somebody, they would be so far ahead and they wouldn't be doing a podcast at a place called the fucking Hobo Fish Camp. I'm just being honest. I don't want you guys to think I think I'm some hot chip because I'm not. I got some gigs lined up and I hope to be able to announce them to you soon. So just, just keep listening, guys. You will not be disappointed, I promise. Let me get back to my original thought. So I learned how to do things that I'm able to do in broadcast radio because of somebody willing to teach me or help me, give me a shot. Now, I'm not absolutely sure how I met this girl, I think she followed me. And if you follow me, I'll check out your account. And if you're really, really interesting, I'll check you out. And if I like you, I'm definitely going to throw you a follow for sure. So I did a little bit of research, found out that this girl that I met, her name is Sharice. I'm not using any defining characteristics. So you can run and, and give these people a hard time. That's not what I want this to be about. I want this to be kind of a learning experience because I'll admit to you, after what happened that happened to me today, I was pretty fucking pissed. I'm just being honest. I was extremely furious because my time seemed to to be wasted. And I don't want you to think I'm being a prick or anything because I'm not because I could have gone way overboard like the way I wanted to when this first happened. But I took some time off, you know, since I've stopped drinking and I'm no, well, I'm always an alcoholic, but since I'm not drinking at the moment, if I would have been drinking Tuttle, the alcoholic that everybody knew and loved, oh man, it wouldn't have been good. It really would not have been a good thing for these people. But now, since I'm off the booze and all the drugs and stuff like that, I'm level headed. I'm clear headed and I'm able to sit back, take a break and and just take a deep breath and figure out where I want to go. I met this girl, Sharice, and she does a web series. And I'm not going to mention the web series because I don't want you guys giving them a hard time. But if you're interested in checking out their web series, you can email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two D's, T U d-d-l-e at gmail.com, or you can DM me, message me on Twitter or Facebook, any of my social media. You can do it that way, and I'll send you a link so you can check it out. But I've talked to them, and they preferred me not to promote their show because this is how uncomfortable the interview went. And I don't think I went over the line. I really don't think that I did. I, I you want You want me to be honest? I think this is more of a case of a generational gap. I'm forty; just turned forty. Now, I have a little bit of a younger soul compared to most people, even though I went through my parting phases. I didn't really, you know, wear myself out physically. I still look young, uh, and that's the other thing that pisses me off. I'm I, I look young. And I'm young in my mind. I think I am. I really do. But I could be off. Everybody thinks, oh, I'm never going to grow old or be like my parents. But I don't think that's the case here because, you know, I'm 40. These people are, on this web series are in their mid twenties. If I didn't have any other experiences, I would think that this was all chalked up to being a generational gap. But it it, it can't be because one of my best. Well, you know what? My best friend, Colton, Colton from the Bubble Love Sponge show, he just turned 26. And I got to tell you, I connect with Colton just as much as anybody I've ever known in my life. So that can't be the case, but it could be maybe Colton is just way more, I don't know, mature and is on my level. Or maybe I offended these people. It also could be a regional thing. It really could be a regional thing, guys. Think about this. I'm not, I don't want you to think I am like this guy that looks at the Civil War or I have like, uh, you know, Southern pride and oh God, we should have won the Civil War. No, fuck no. I'm into history. I find that shit fascinating as hell. History. And that, that was a dark time in our period, but that has no effect on how I judge people or I judge their character. No, it does not. But you're a goddamn liar if you can't admit that there is some difference between people that live in the north to the people that live in the south. And it's nobody's fault. It really is not anybody's fault. Doesn't make them lesser of a person or greater of a person, depending on if you're from the North or the South. But you cannot tell me that the people in the Northeast of the United States, especially the people in the Northeast, are any different than the people from the South. I would call you a goddamn liar to your face if you've never had those assumptions before. I think this could be a little bit of what happened and why this whole interview I did with them to promote their web series went sideways. And that's the only thing I could think of because I try to look at the best in people and and I'm not trying to give them excuses or anything, but what happened in this interview. And I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear if I was being overbearing or being an asshole or a dick. I I like to get your opinion on after I explain this, was I being a dick or did I have right to be a little upset after what happened? Is that a PT cruiser down by the
0: lake? Oh, no, wait. It's the Tuttle Podcast Studio. Tuttle's daily podcast is brought to you by stitchyouup.com for your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up. Definitely not your grandma's embroidery.
1: right, guys. Welcome back. I know I've been kind of teasing the tip like a fucking whore. I've been just stroking right the top of the tip, kind of edging you off on this whole deal. But I promise you, I'm going to get right into it. But got to reset. So my friend Charisse, she's a great person. Has a great work ethic. I think she's on to something and she has potential. And I wanted to help her out. I met her through Twitter. She followed me. I checked her out. Thought she had potential. And and I offered to help her out. I don't want you guys to think I'm some bigwig that people need me. Fuck no. Hell no. I'm at a low point of my career right now. So this is the time you don't want my help. Now, I'm not trying to downplay what I've done. I look at my analytics and I'll guarantee you my stuff, my numbers are better than any of these local podcasters in Central Florida right now. And I've only been doing it for three or four months, but I'll put my numbers against any of these podcasters out in Central Florida. I just will, because it's not about what you have equipment wise studio you broadcast out of it is all about the content and that is the common denominator and why people check out podcasts if your stuff is good people will stick around it doesn't matter about how flashy you are you you want to be at that point you want to have that flash and content so you look like a big dick millionaire yes i did thieve that from tom and dan but my god Whoever came up with that big dick millionaire phrase needs to get a bigger cut of the pie because that is some brilliant marketing, in my opinion. I digress. I got to get back into this because this is going to be a long podcast, even though I started late. So they have a web series, Sharice, my friend. And I'm not going to give any of the details because I'll admit, All this shit goes completely sideways. I'll get to why it completely got sideways and why I was extremely upset. So I had Charisse and her two friends, Stephanie and Evan. Now, I've never talked to Stephanie or Evan. I've only known about them from watching the web series that they have on YouTube. If you want to find out about the web series, you can email me, Tuttle at gmail.com or DM me on any of my social medias, and I'll give you a link. And the only reason I've not, <laughs> I'm not promoting it is out of respect to my friend Cherise, the writer, the creator of the show. She didn't want me to because she knew how upset I was about everything. And I'm not saying anything bad, guys. I could be a complete dick. I really could. But let me get into the meat of this thing. So I started out the interview, okay? Now, their web series has something to do with college radio. Now, originally, it had something to do with a college radio station. And this web series that I'm talking about, if I could relate anything to it in pop culture that you would be able to kind of compare it to would be The Office. Yeah, The the Office. In my opinion, The Office is some of the most brilliant comedy, modern-day comedy you're going to find on TV. And I know a lot of people didn't like The Office, but that's just what I think is brilliant comedy, is The Office. I know it's debatable. It really is. But in my opinion, it is grade A, prime beef comedy. This web series that they've been working on was originally supposed to to revolve around a college radio station. But with the pandemic going on and them living in the northern areas, everybody was locked down. So they couldn't go to the college radio station to shoot this. So they had to call an audible. They had to pivot per se and go in a different direction. So they made it into a group of friends that were doing a web-based type podcast show. And it revolved around On air and off the air. And I was like, you know what? This is a great concept. I kind of like it, guys. I would be interested in talking to you. And Cherie set it up. There was a couple of times we were supposed to do it, but the other two couldn't make it on a certain day. And mm, I'm not being a dick. I'm not being a dick, but you kind of don't do that when you set up an interview. You really don't. I just took into account they're younger. I want to help them out. So it's not a big deal. I let it slide. We pushed it back. And then we finally did it today. We started around one o'clock, had Sharice on first. And then I think Stephanie came on second. Then Evan came on. We started the interview. I started out talking about the show. I, I said, hey, you know, why don't you introduce everybody? Because I could do it. I've done the show prep, but What would be better, guys, me introducing them or them introducing themselves? Because I'm pretty sure I haven't known them for that long that they know themselves better than I do. So that's why I said introduce yourselves. I already knew Cherie, so I didn't need an introduction. But Stephanie and Evan, they introduced themselves and everything was going fine. We were talking about the show. I asked them and I got to be careful because they told me not to promote the show. And to be honest, guys, I know you guys are going to call me a bitch or a pussy or anything like that for not calling them out. But I don't want it to be that way. Old Tuttle, really old Tuttle would have fucking just left scorched earth when it came down to this. But I'm not going to do that. Old Tuttle, the alcoholic Tuttle, the druggy Tuttle would have inviscerated everything. But i that's not me now. I like cherise I I respect her. And I there's nothing more that I would want to see her make it. And I'm not going to trash her. So I'm respecting her wishes. By not, you know, blowing everybody in like I could, she was the only one that reached out to me and apologized of how the interview went sideways. And I'm not completely blaming them; could have been on me. It really could have been on me. So I'm not all the blame is not on them. And if I offended them, I apologize. But you know what, though, that's the thing that bothers me, guys. I do agree that. Our country needs to be changed right now. It really, really does. There's a lot of stuff that needs to be fixed. I still think the United States of America is the greatest country in the world, but it would be lazy and irresponsible on our part that if we saw things and we wanted them to be better, not to push for that but I don't want to live in a world that we're living in right now if everything is going to become too PC. And by PC, I mean just being afraid to voice your opinion and, and it ruining your career, your life for just your opinion or something you say. I really don't think that it should be ruined. But that is the world we live in right now. And public opinion drives everything. And I'm okay with living in that world. I really am. It does not bother me. I'm, I adapt to my surroundings. And if that's the rules we're playing by, I have no problem with that. I, I really, really do not have a problem with that. Now, what I have a problem with is, like, for example, guys, Right after Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake did that whole Super Bowl show where her breasts got pulled out, didn't even show a nipple or an areola because she had a covering over it. Do you realize how bad that was for the radio broadcasting industry? Oh, God Listen, people, you would never believe the amount of people that were fired over Janet Jackson showing a breast that was covered with the nipple and the areola. They went after the radio industry because we were the low man on the totem pole. And what happened during the Super Bowl had nothing to do what we're going through. I just what I'm saying, and I've said I'll digress. But this is what happens when you smoke weed and do a small dosage of Adderall every single day. You kind of go off on tangents. But back to what I was saying. I don't want to live in a PC world because I don't think I did anything wrong during this interview. I really don't. And I wish I had the audio, but I'll get to why I wish I had the audio. So the interview is going well. Like I said, I introduced everybody. We're talking about the show. I asked, how would you come up with the name of the show? They explained that. We introduced everybody. I learned a little bit about everybody. I know I'm new to hosting my podcast. I really am. But I've not done a lot of interviews. But I've listened to a lot of the interviews of the hosts in the show that I've worked for. And I know how they go. I've learned that you want to make a connection with the actor the person, not the character or the content, because I think you have a better chance of somebody giving some content a chance if you get to know about the people behind the scenes. And that's what I tried to get into. I really did. So I already talked about the show a little bit and I had all intentions of getting back into the details of the show, but I wanted to learn about the writer, the creator and the actors. I'm making this seem like I'm talking to some grade A, class A actor. And these people are just working on this content. And and I'm not like saying anything bad. I respect their hustle and what they're trying to do. But the way I'm talking is like I'm talking about a a grade A actor and I'm not. But that's how my brain works is because I want to help people out. So I started asking them questions about their background, where they're from, their heritage. And I found out one of the things from my research is I respected all the characters in the show because the times we're living in with the George Floyd protests, the uh, the protests, the riots and the looters, what we're dealing with is about all the different races, how we're you know, being tolerable and understanding about the different races. And I wanted to find out about their backgrounds. And the thing that I respected the most about this show is it was multicultural. The one girl was Armenian. The other one was Chinese American. The guy on the show was Caucasian and white, but he was from the Jewish religion. And, and I don't want you to think, oh, well, Tuttle's a, a, an anti-Semite. I'll get to that because I was made to feel like I was a little bit of an anti-Semite. And I let that go. I let that slide right off of my back. But that is new Tuttle. Old Tuttle would have immediately made a scene and the interview would have been over with immediately it would have been. So I was trying to, you know, tie in their backgrounds to what we're going through right now in current events. And you would have thought that I fucking asked them if they've ever watched kitty porn or child pornography. That was the question that I asked. They were, they were offended that I would ask about their backgrounds. And, and when I got to that, you know, now Charisse. Cherise is a great girl, and and I probably shouldn't have made this assumption, and maybe this is what put them off. It really could have been. So this might have been my fault, and I would like to hear from you. Tuttle at gmail.com. So I had brought up to them that just looking at Cherise, not saying anything bad, I want you guys to know ahead of time, I am fully behind supporting the state of Israel. They are our greatest ally, I am not an anti-Semite. I think everything we did to fight the Germans and the Nazis during the First and the Second World War was legitimate. Those are the only two wars that I find that are legitimate wars for the United States of America. So I'm, I'm the furthest thing from an anti-Semite. Just everybody judges a book by its cover. I know you shouldn't, but people do it anyways because we're just animals. If you're breaking it down we are nothing but animals. I thought just by looking that Charisse could be Jewish. And I brought that up and, and I brought it up because I already I did figure out she was already Armenian. But I brought it up anyways, just to put it out there to kind of make a point of how people judge books by their cover. And you want to know what Evan, the guy on the show, said Why? Why do you think she's Jewish? Because she has a big nose? People, what the fuck? I let that slide off of my back. But when somebody tries to paint you in a corner as a racist or anti-Semite, which I am not. I'm not, guys. I really am not. But am I am I the only one that's going to be honest that even though you're not a racist person and you don't judge people by their religion or their color of their skin, that you still kind of have a free notion of what you think about somebody by just looking at them? You're a fucking liar if you deny that. Maybe I'm the only one that's going to be honest. Maybe that's why I'm not as far along as I am right now in my career. I'm always going to be honest, and I'm sure it hurts a lot of people's feelings, but who cares? That's how I want to be. That's where I want to live at. So I let that one roll off my back. I really did. I did. I swear to God, the next question that I asked, you would have thought that I put a forty-five caliber gun against the head of their childhood pet. That's how bad they got freaked out. Not Sharice. Sharice was cool. But the next question I asked, you know, they said that they don't want to be judged about their background and what they believe. But I, I, I really do, because I've worked in radio for too long to know if you want to get somebody to check out content of something you're interviewing someone on or content you're trying to push, you want to get that connection. And I asked him about what we're going through right now with the George Floyd and the protests and the riots and the looters. Guess what? Your boy, Evan, hung up on me immediately. I know I'm only a podcast. I got good numbers. I really do. But you got a lot of growing up to do, people. You really have a lot of growing up to do. If you have any plans of being in the entertainment field, you got to suck it up and stop being so fucking sensitive on issues because you want me to be real. I really do think you guys blew a great opportunity because I've looked on your channel and I'm not saying your content's bad. But compared to the audience I could have promoted you on, it would have helped you out tremendously. It really would have. Now, do you really think, Evan, that you would have been able to get away with the bullshit that you pulled today by hanging up and just walking out? I'm going to set up a scenario for you, Evan. I don't know what you want to do in the future what your plans are. But if you have any intentions of being in the entertainment field, you gotta fucking grab your ball sack and fucking be a man. Because you're going to, because you're going to get offended and you're going to get asked some tough questions. If you plan on being an actor, a director, a writer, a producer, I don't care what it is. If you would have pulled what you pulled today on me and just hung up or walked out of an interview, do you want to know what would have happened if you would have been working on a big budget picture where a lot of money was in play, Evan? The backers, the studio, they would have caught you as soon as you walked out of the room and they would have stared you straight in the face and they would have said, Guess what? You're going to get your fucking ass back in that room, complete the interview that you already agreed to do, even though it was a tough question or you didn't want to answer it. Or guess what, Evan? We're going, you know, all that money that we agreed that we were going to pay you on, you know, those future jobs we agreed we were going to give you, all that is out the goddamn window. If you don't get your ass back in there, man up, sit down, And answer the tough questions, because if you would have pulled what you pulled on me today on a real legitimate news source, you would have been fucking done. You would have never gotten another gig in Hollywood in your life. And I'm and I'm even talking about the independent bullshit you could have gotten because people would have been, hey, hear about that Evan dude. Oh, yeah. What about Evan? I like Evan. He's a good guy. Oh, you want to know what Evan did? He got offended by a guy doing a podcast out of his beat up 2006 PT crew. Oh, really? Oh, goddamn! He was doing an interview with a guy in a 2006 beat up PT crew. Yeah, he was. Well, fuck, then why did he get so offended? There's not going to be a lot of people listening to that. Not on the national level of this TV show, the scenario that I'm giving that you would have been absolutely, absolutely motherfucked on if you would have walked out on, Evan. I'm just trying to help you guys, and I'm I'm starting to figure it out. It may be the generational gap. I wouldn't think that 40 to 25 would be that sensitive, but maybe they are. But what confuses the shit out of me is that I can hang out with my best friend Colton, who just turned 26, And I swear to God, it's like we were born on the same fucking day. So that's what leads me to believe that this is a regional thing. It's got to be a northern versus southern thing. And maybe they hear me talking because I don't think I sound like a hick or a hillbilly, but they automatically think that they hear the way that I talk, that I'm a racist piece of shit, because that's the only thing it could be. And now let's be honest, let's turn this whole school bus around. They thought I was trying to be, you know, shocking or a shock jock or whatever it may be. They thought I was trying to bait them into a question just because I sound the way that I sound. Evan, you guys, Evan and Stephanie, you guys made pre-notions on who I was. And I think it's because of the way that I sound. Now, a lot of people here in the South that have grown up in Florida, they don't hear it. So I think it can only be because you're from up North and I'm from the South. And when you hear me talk, you're already judging me as a person and think I'm a racist piece of shit. And you guess what? That is wrong because I never judge your art Well, you know, I'm not including Sharice because Sharice was the only one that had the balls. And she's a woman, so I don't even know why I said balls. But she had the conviction to call me and apologize for how everything went. Me and Sharice are cool. The other two, I don't know. I really don't know, Sharice. You're probably going to unfollow me. And I wish you nothing but the best. But fuck that. I'm not going to let two fucks that are in their mid-20s from upper north of the United States tell me how to do my job as an interviewer? Do you you believe, guys, that they had the, the, the gumption to tell me how to do an interview before Evan pushed out and hung up? Oh, my God, Evan. How long have you been doing radio for? Really? I mean, for real. How long have you been doing it? Be honest with me. Because I would never tell you how to do your web series. So why would you tell me how to conduct an interview? Don't you think I know what audiences connect with, guys? And, and I'm not talking about Sharice. Sharice is off limits. Because she called me and I actually apologized. And I want to see Sharice succeed. In my opinion... I think she has a future, but she needs to sit down, look at things and figure out what she wants. What is the most important thing she wants in her future? Because I'm just telling you guys, I don't think this is a generational thing. You guys thought that I was trying to be some anti-Semite, some racist or anything like that. And that's the furthest thing from the truth. And I'm not going to go into that stereotypical, oh, I've got black friends. No, 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 no. I'm not going to do that. Even though it may be true, it makes you look like a complete asshole when you say stuff like that. Because there's plenty of things that I could bring up that would prove you completely wrong to show you I had no ulterior motives. But you automatically thought that I was trying to make you guys look bad. Now, who was passing judgment on each other? Let's break this down, guys. I mean, come on. I don't know if this was true, but this is the only thing I can think of. And this is a callback to what I was bringing up earlier. It's got to be a regional thing. That's the only explanation that I can think of, guys, because I don't think it's a generational thing because I perfectly mesh well My best friend who is Colton just turned 26 and I have no problems hanging out with him at all. We've never ever been in a fight I don't think of. Maybe Colton is just a little bit more mature than you guys. So it could be an age thing. But then it's back to the regional thing. Is it because you guys aren't as mature because you guys grew up north and because you lived more of a sheltered life. Do you want to want me to be honest? And, And I know I'm generalizing here and I know you shouldn't do that, but we just go by base experiences, our history. So you're making a prejudgment on me from being in the South. And like I said, I don't think I sound like a Southerner. But I'm aware that I do. And the first time I became aware of that was when I went to go visit Ron and Fez up in Manhattan. Now, when I hear my voice, I sound like a bitch-ass pussy nerd. If I'm being honest, I really do. When I went up to New York for the first time, I heard. And somebody was just being honest. And I cannot be mad at this person for being honest because I would never be aware of how I talk. But they did say, hey, I thought you were a little slow when I first met you. And I'm like, what do you mean slow? I, you know, I don't want to say the R R word, but you're just slow. I'm like, fuck. I mean, I know I got my high school education. I got my AA two-year degree from the community college that I played college baseball at. But so really, you, you think I am slow. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely slow just by the way you talk. So I really do think there are some regional bias, regional racism. And I know North versus South isn't racism. So I'm calling it regionalism. Yeah, regionalism. And they automatically thought by the way that I talk that I was dumb. And I think that's the only explanation for why this interview that I did with Sharice in their web series went wrong. Because they thought automatically, by the way I talk, that, oh, this guy's obviously got to be racist if he's asking us about all the current event issues that are going on in the world. And you you want me to be honest? It would be irresponsible on my part as a broadcaster not to ask you about it, because if I'm being honest, if any A-list celebrity, ones that have already made it and have a name in Hollywood, came on to you know the morning show on NBC or any of the morning news talk shows on the on the uh, you know what do you talking broadcast networks, they would have been asked the same exact things. And for you to feel like you are a prima donna and can just hang up on an interview and just cut it off like that, you have a rude awakening. Because if you would have pulled that shit on any of the big networks, good luck ever finding work again in your career. And it's not because you're not good. It's because... None of these networks are going to touch you to promote the projects you're working on. And these studios, these big studios in Hollywood are going to take that into account. And you'll never find work in Hollywood again if you don't wake up, man up, stop being so politically correct and getting offended. You may have a future. Because I think all three of you are talented. I think Charisse is the superstar out of the three of you by far. She's being loyal to her friends. And I don't blame her. Actually, you want me to be honest? I respect her more for being loyal to her friends because it shows me how much of a great person she is. So I don't hold that against her. I don't blame her. And she asked me, not to mention your web series. But I told her I had to talk about this. And I don't hold anything against Sharice, especially. She is untouchable. She is a hustler. She has the work ethic, what it takes to make it in the entertainment field. These other two, she is, they're holding her back. They really are. If I'm just being honest, they are holding her back because. Those two could absolutely jeopardize everything Sharice is working on. And that's just my opinion. All right, guys, I'm sorry to go on on a rant. I know I finished on a rant yesterday, but if you want to check out their web series, email me, Tuttle at gmail.com or DM me on any of my social media, especially Twitter at Tuttle, Tuttle with two D's, T-U-T-D-L-E. And that's about it, guys. It's pouring like a motherfucker here. Have a great day!
0: Thank you for checking out Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and share the show. Subscribe to Tuttle's YouTube page, youtube.com slash tuttle. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. Follow Tuttle on all forms of social media at Tuttle, T-U-D-D-L-E. And email the show anytime, tuttle at gmail.com. Additional imaging and bits provided by CCA Productions. Visit facebook.com slash CCA productions presents this has been tuttle's daily podcast
1: hey yo, terry what's going on